welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I'm your host, Rosie Acosta. I am so excited about today's guest. Gabby Bernstein has been labeled by the New York Times as the next generation guru. She's a motivational speaker, a life coach, an author. She's expanding the lexicon for the seekers of today and tomorrow. She gives talks and leads seminars throughout the country. She is on the Forbes list of the 20 best branded women and has been featured in media outlets such as Oprah Radio, Elle, Marie Claire, Health, Self, CNN, NBC, CBS, Fox News, Wall Street Journal. She's awesome. She is an incredible, incredible teacher. She's an awesome human being. And I am so, so honored to have had just a little bit of her time to talk about her new book, The Universe Has Your Back. Here's a conversation that we had. Gabby, thank you so much for joining us today. We're very honored, our listeners, and I am, of course, a big fan of you and everything that you've done. Um, You've created such a massive spiritually conscious empire over the last few years. What has been your biggest inspiration? I love that question. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. (laughs) Wonderful to be with you. And, uh, I, I think that I, I often get asked, you know, what it, what inspires me most, particularly around the work that I do. And I think that the biggest inspiration has to be the people that I uh, that I speak to in my audiences or my readers and the people that come out that have the desire to change. And without that, then the work is meaningless. So I feel deeply inspired by the commitment that I see in my audiences and that I see on social media and that I see on on uh, you know on Amazon when people review the books and just. Seeing their transformations is really what inspires me most. Yeah, I think that obviously having a large forum of people who are seeking, you know, your philosophy or your knowledge out is is a huge help. And I, I feel that especially now in the sort of age that we're in with social media and, and being able to expand uh, your reach and your message across a larger audiences is a pretty incredible. What has lately, uh, so actually what I do want to ask you about really quickly is, um, I read, uh, may cause miracles, uh, a few, when it came out a few years ago, and it was such an incredibly inspiring book for me just during a time of transition and, you know, just what I was going through in life, I felt that it was, it was such a huge guidebook to help me kind of overcome a lot of different things. And I'm so excited to hear that you have a new book coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm so glad that you had a good experience with Make Us Miracles. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thanks. Everyone has lots of miracle stories to share with me from that book. Um, but yeah, the new book is, is awesome. I'm so excited. It's coming out now. It's called The Universe Has Your Back. And the subtitle is Transform Fear to Faith. <laughs> and and the whole the whole book is geared around the strengthening your faith in a in a spiritual relationship of your own understanding and deepening your connection to that, that spiritual practice and that spiritual foundation. And I think that we're living in times where if we don't have a, uh, a grounded spiritual belief system, then we're going to feel very fearful, very powerless, very unconscious, and very disconnected. And so the purpose of this book is to give people a greater sense of connection and oneness and a greater sense of power. And also an anchor when you're feeling like you don't know the direction you're meant to go in or you're feeling 
disconnected from people or you're feeling disconnected from a, a higher purpose, the book is going to just catapult you back into that connection. And it's filled with tons of authentic stories from my own personal struggles and difficult times and how I transcended them through my own practices and through the belief systems that I've carried for so long. And I am deeply, deeply moved by this book, and it's very, very exciting for me to share it with people. That, especially now, I mean, during this time, which I find a little bit sort of the the dichotomy between, you know, social media and the reach and all this connectivity, you know, but still having that feeling of, of disconnect, right? I, I also feel that there's that feeling of, uh, you know, there's just something sort of lacking, right? In, in our current comparative culture, uh, how, how can we continue to thrive in our own environment without feeling that sense of disconnect or feeling discouraged? Well, the way that we can, you know, release the feeling of being discouraged and feel more connected is by finding our way to a belief system beyond our physical sight and starting to establish a deeper connection uh, to our inner guidance system and to our inner awareness. And a lot of that is just releasing the resistance and the blocks that we built up against it. So a lot of what comes through in this book is, is the first half of the book is about clearing those blocks. And then as you move into the second half of the book, you really get into the playfulness and the wonder and the exploration of what it means to co-create a life beyond your wildest dreams with a power far greater than yourself. And um, it, it's, it's, a, it's an awesome journey that I'm going to take you on. What, what do you think is, what has been your biggest obstacle that you've found? You know, I have had many obstacles in my, in my path and I've, you know, I've been um, recovering from, from drug addiction and love addiction. And I've you know, been sober now 11 years. And I've, you know, also a trauma, trauma survivor. And so I, you know, I, I, I've been through a lot and I wouldn't have been able to get through what I've been through without my spiritual practice and without my faith. Right. So having a spiritual practice is pretty much like one of the, the top key elements to, <laughs> to moving past well, obstacles. Med- med- yes. Yes, absolutely. Like meditation, um, have, having a, a daily prayer. Uh, I've been, you know, I've written five books on the principles of what it means to be in in the grounded belief system of having a, a relationship to a God of your own understanding. And, you know, the practices and the principles that I, that I write about are the practices and the principles that I apply in my own life because without them, I wouldn't be able to, first of all, I would never be able to teach unless I had lived it. And uh, secondly, I, I wouldn't be, I would be standing if I hadn't been practicing the principles that I preach. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel also that the way that you write about it and the way that you teach it is very, uh, it's, it's very relatable, you know, and it, it speaks to all types of people in it. And I actually, it's one thing I really love about the way that you write and the way that you teach about it, because it, it is sort of inclusive and it does sort of allow, you know, people that are a little bit, you know, fidgety or a little bit skeptic about spirituality or, or finding a higher power or uh, really sort of trusting the universe to, to help them create a life that they want. You know, one of, one of the biggest things that, that I find or, or I hear with, with students or, or, you know, coaching clients is 
that the universe is conspiring against them, right? It's like if something's going wrong, yeah. right? So it's like, how how can these these people like when when you're in 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 a low place or you're feeling totally defeated, and you feel like everything in your life is like the you know you know you've heard that right? The universe is conspiring against. Oh yeah, me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. What do I tell people in that situation? Well, first of all, the universe is not conspiring against anyone. It's really our resistance to love that makes us feel blocked from the presence of the universe. And so there's, there's, you, it's always, the presence of that connection and that support is always with you. You're just resisting it if you're not feeling it on a daily basis. And so, uh, of course, miracles says miracles are natural, and they do not occur unless something has gone wrong. And so what's gone wrong is that, that presence of resistance, the presence of fear. And so it's, it's our job to, to really stay connected and committed to releasing the blocks to that presence of love so that we can feel that we can reconnect with what's already there. And so people say that they feel like the universe is against them. Truly, their, their thinking is against them. Their belief systems are against them. Their energy is against them. And that's what gets people into trouble. So what sort of things can they do to begin to sort of feel the connection to the belief that it's actually the opposite? changing their thinking, changing their feeling, uh, using prayer practices to ask for spiritual guidance, uh, reorganizing your belief system through the way that you speak and the way that you act, uh, reaching for for appreciation and gratitude rather than for lack and judgment. Um, There's countless methods for thinking your way out. And that practice of thinking your way out is crucial if you want to be able to feel the freedom and that connection of the universe. So you're, you're responsible for the world that you see. And if you're feeling disconnected and you're feeling like the universe is out to get you, then check your thoughts and check your experiences and, and check what you're putting out into the world as a reflection to the, the words and the actions and the, and the negativity that you may be putting out. Right. I, I think that so much of the time, too, we kind of get we get lost in that downward spiral of the the you know, the fluctuation of thought, you know, and that negative spiral just continues and continue, but you have to keep feeding it. And so the only way to get out of it is, is to get, get out of it, <laughs> is to get out of it. Yeah. And there's, and, 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 you know, that's what I write books about. You know, I, I write books so that I can give people the methods to get out. Right. So there's, you know, there's only so much you can teach in just a 20 minute interview, but there's there, the, the, the content is for taking people on a journey of how to get, how to find their way out, how to change their way, how to change their path. Um, how long does it take for the universe to get the memo? <laughs> the universe works fast. And there's actually a chapter in the book that says, the universe works fast when you're having fun. So the more joyful you are and the more connected you feel to that presence of joy and to the, the, you know, the feelings of, 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 of excitement and enthusiasm about what it is that you want to create, what it is that you want to address, that presence of joy, that presence of enthusiasm is what is becoming a magnet to you. And so, when, so like I said, the universe works very fast when you're having fun. So that is a whole chapter on like how leaning towards joy will lead you in the right direction. Right. And it totally makes sense. I'm excited. I can't, I literally cannot wait to, <laughs> to read, to have it in hand and to read it. I'm, so I'm excited, excited for you to have it. I'm excited about the book. I really am. 
We all make mistakes which have at times impacted our lives and the lives of the loved ones around us or our team. What was a mistake that you've made in the past and what was the remedy? You know, I think a big mistake I made was just that I was, you know, struggling for many years with with what I now I diagnose as work addiction. And I, I don't necessarily see it as a mistake because at the time I was going through it because I was unaware of what was underneath it. Um, but, you know, honestly, I actually wouldn't change a thing and I wouldn't even really call that a mistake because it, it's something that I, you know, went through and had to go through in order to come out the other side, right? Yeah. So, um I don't know. I mean, I don't really see things as mistakes. I see them as, as opportunities. And there's actually a whole chapter in the book called uh, How Obstacles are Opportunities uh, to See in the Different Direction or Obstacles are Detours in the Right Direction. So I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to even, like, say mistake, you know, because I, I do, if anything, I maybe, maybe move too fast sometimes. And that's obviously a lesson in just slowing down and being more present. Right. So it's not really a mistake. <laughs> so it's not, it's not really, I don't think that's a mistake. So, you know, it's interesting yeah. that you feel that way because I sort of feel the same way about mistakes as I feel about failure. You know, there's, I have a little bit of an aversion to that word. Um, I had to write this, uh, this article about failure and I had the hardest time writing it because, you know, I, I grew up in, uh, you know, like early nineties in East LA, like with gang violence and, you know, drive-bys and like a very dangerous <laughs> upbringing, you know? So I definitely did live in fight or flight for the younger years of my life, you know? And I feel that yeah. just mm -hmm. throughout my life, like growing up and being able to, you know, create a, a life and, and go through, of course, experiences and doing jobs that I didn't absolutely love to now having a career where I feel like I'm really thriving at every level. I still have that sort of aversion to that word because yeah, I've done things that haven't worked out, but I can't really say that I've failed at anything because it's just one of those routes that didn't pan out, you know? Um, so, mm -hmm. so I, I really like that you've answered that question <laughs> that way because it's just like, oh yeah, so there isn't any mistakes and there isn't, there aren't any failures in life. It's mostly just things that they're not for you. You know, it's just, it didn't work out because there's something bigger, there's something better. So, uh, thank you for that. That's, that's really cool. So what has inspired you the most in your life? Um, what's inspired me most is probably just being a witness of my own personal transformation. You know, I, I think seeing how far you can go when you commit and surrender on a daily basis is inspiration to take the next right action every day. And so I'm, I'm inspired by my own personal healing and, and I'm, I'm, and I use that as fuel to continue to teach in the way that I do. And who has inspired you the most? Is there a person in your life that's really inspired you? Um, my husband probably is probably the most inspiring to me. Someone I just think has gone through such a beautiful changes in his own life and his own personality and behaviors. And I'm just, you know, so proud of his, his own transformation. And so that's how I put my face inspiring me the most. What does Gabby do to refill her cup? 
I meditate twice a day without fail. <laughs> as soon as we hang up, that will be my next move. <laughs> yeah. So med- meditating twice a day will do it. Do you, do you hear that, everyone? Yep. Meditation. You have to meditate. Well, if you, if you want to. If you don't want to, it won't work for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, it's like, if you force it, it's like, okay. You got to want it. You got to want it. Yeah. Uh, if you were stranded on a deserted island, Gabby, what three things would you have and why? Hmm. I would have an infinite supply of water, <laughs> drinking water. Um, I would have a journal that, that I could, that would never end, that I could continue to write in. Um, and I would have the metaphysical text, of course, in miracles, because that'd be awesome to just have a lifetime to just get into it. <laughs> wow. I, love, I have a question about journaling. Is it better to journal sure. journal pen to paper or type on the computer? It's a great question. Um, I think that pen to paper is a little bit more profound for me. That's been my experience. Why is that? I feel like I was, I can channel it more easily when I'm writing. When I'm typing, I think I like I can type really really fast, but sometimes I miss words or you know feel like I need to go back and delete something. Where as when I'm typing, I can really let my pen flow. And you, there's that sort of tangible connection. I always thought I, I never knew sort of what the the best way to connect to that is because I, I know the importance of journaling and the importance of writing things down. But you know, I've always kind of wondered which one. You know, like does it not count? But you know, like certain practices where you're journaling every day about whatever's going on. Is it better to to you know, if you're going to commit to doing it, commit to doing it. And if you're at a computer, the easiest thing would be to just type it down or to just have a journal. Yeah. And if that's all you got, use your computer. Exactly. If that's all you got, just type. If there's somebody that's struggling with a breakup or struggling with loss of a job or struggling with a child that's in rehab (laughs) or, you know, so, someone that's feeling extremely stuck, is there any quick remedy to sort of interrupt that feeling of, of despair or that feeling of inertia that you can, you can give? I practice uh, a, a technique called emotional freedom technique, EFT. Mm-hmm. And you can just Google, you know, EFT or go on YouTube and type in EFT or Type in my name and EFT, and you can get some guidance there. Um, and it's a practice that can actually give you great relief very quickly. And so I would strongly recommend learning EFT if you're suffering or you're struggling and you want to have some kind of relief quickly. Lastly, Gabby, what do you radically love? Oh, uh, today I'm happy to say I radically love myself. There we go. Oh. Working on that self-love every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for this. Thank you. I just want to thank you for coming on and for taking the time. I know that you're busy, especially with this new book coming out, and I can't wait to read it. I can't wait for my students to read it. I can't wait for our listeners to read it. So I wish you the best of luck with it, and I I can't wait to see you when you're in L.A. because you're going to be at Wanderlust. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. 
Thanks everyone for listening to Radically Loved Radio. For more information, you can go to radicallyloved.com. You can follow me on all the social media outlets, Instagram at Rosie Acosta, Twitter at Rosie Acosta, Love Radically on Facebook. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other things that I'm not mentioning, but I'm sure you will find them if you're looking for them. Thanks for listening.